Welcome to CS Joseph Responds. I'm your host, Chase, here to answer your questions on any topic, Jungian analytical psychology, or the four sides of the mind, also known as four sides dynamics. Today's question is, is it possible that an INTJ behaves like an ESFP when they are drunk? And the source of today's question is Cora. So let's take a look at the question. Here it is. Uh, and uh, it seems not an official request, but, uh, and uh, is it possible that an INTJ behaves like an ESFP and no one else has answered? So, fair enough. I will give the uh, standard CSJ crack at this uh, question. Let's get to the bottom of this. So, every uh, one of the 16 types uh, of the 16 personalities has actually four individual types inside their heads at all time. So, if you're an INTJ, you're an INTJ ego, but you have an ESFP subconscious as well as an ENTP unconscious and an ISFJ superego. These are the four sides of the mind and they're like literally four different human beings, four different personas living in your head at all times. We have proof of this, for example, when people get into a situation and they're trying to make a, a, a decision about something and they're like, okay, I want to do this, but another side of me is like, oh, maybe I want to do it this way. And then another side of me is like, well, what about this? You know, so, and it creates a, a form of indecision because the four sides of the mind are disintegrated and they may be opposing or at opposition with each other, etc. And that's generally how, um, you know, how we see it. It's kind of like having a, uh, an angel or a demon sitting on your shoulders talking to your ears, right? That's the entire, you know, that's the whole premise behind it, basically. So those are the four sides of the mind. And uh, when using mind-altering substances, including stimulants or depressants, uh, caffeine, alcohol, uh, marijuana, or any drug thereof, uh, etc., uh, even uh, even uh, like hallucinogens, etc., it doesn't matter. Whatever mind-altering substance, it can cause something known as cognitive transition. Cognitive transition is when somebody uh, basically changes from their ego, in this case an INTJ ego, into a different side of their mind, and they become a completely different type for a temporary period of time. If you want to learn more about cognitive transitions, please watch Season 22 and Season 17 playlists on my other YouTube channel. You can find this YouTube channel by going to the main channel page of this YouTube channel, going to Featured Channels, and clicking the CS Joseph button, which will bring you to our other channel, and then you can just go to the playlist, check out Season 17 and Season 22. Uh, I actually just recently released the Season 22 episode for INTJs, and I think that would be an excellent place for anyone to start to better understand the four sides of the mind. That being said, when someone uh, uses a mind-altering substance, it can cause cognitive transition. Now, again, mind-altering substances also include psychotropic drugs like uh, Ritalin or uh, uh, even, even things like Ativan, for example. Uh, anything, anything like that that uh, is treats ADD or ADHD, even though for the most part, I usually think those uh, conditions are not as real as people think. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure those problems actually truly exist. But at the same time, I also think they're heavily abused. And most people who are diagnosed with ADD and ADHD are not actually do not actually have those issues to begin with. And it's often the case, it's because the definition of ADD or ADHD is often uh, as uh, you know, observed behavior from some of the specific 16 types. 
INTJs can be no different in some cases, especially if they're very impulsive. ESFPs are often targeted unfairly and are drugged in schools and education systems to help them with their attention span as if they're lacking an attention span, but the reality situation is ESFPs generally just lack attention span and are actually trying to get the attention of other people. Uh, and the in you know the academic area, you know, academia is stacked against them, etc. Well, when it comes to an INTJ using mind-altering substances, it can manifest in a, in a level in, in various different ways. So, for example, uh, assuming that there's no caffeine in the system, that there's no psychotropic drugs for treating ADD or ADHD or anything else for that matter, or maybe antidepressants, etc., uh, those count as well. Uh, a stimulant will put somebody in their subconscious side of their mind, in which case a stimulant for an INTJ would put them in their ESFP subconscious, uh, and a depressant would actually put someone in their unconscious and bring them closer to their ENTP uh, uh, shadow or unconscious for the INTJ. Now, this question says, is it possible that an INTJ behaves like an ISFP when they're drunk? Quite frankly, the answer to that question is not really. Uh, if, they're, if they're just drunk and there's no other mind-altering substances present, uh, because if you actually mix caffeine with alcohol, they can actually go back and forth between their ESFP subconscious and their ENTP shadow consistently depending on how much caffeine or how much alcohol is in their system. We don't know how exactly and we don't have the ability to conduct the studies quite yet. But as we are gathering resources here for the CSJ community, we will be conducting our own studies in the future to try to verify some of these theories, etc. But the point is, it's known that stimulants put people in their subconscious and depressants put them in their unconscious. So when an INTJ is drunk, they actually behave more like an ENTP. And that's why their, 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 their jokes are not so concrete. They're more of what if, they're very abstract, they can also get very satirical, very, very satirical, almost coming to a point, almost coming from a point of philosophically satirical and uh, very roguish, uh, even more rebellious than they were as a regular INTJ. And they become very, very rebellious with their ENTP shadow, very satirical, right? And uh, they also go out of the way to be as desirable as possible. And they can even come off as really, really caring, whereas before they weren't really coming off as caring. All of a sudden they start caring about your feelings and you're like, well, wait a minute, he doesn't usually care about my feelings. Well, I really like him better that way. You know what I'm saying? Which is really not a good way to treat an INTJ. I, I don't recommend that because when they're not, that just is setting you up for like a relationship with an INTJ where you want them to be drunk all the time in order for you guys to have a good relationship because you might be a type that's more compatible with the ENTP side of their mind instead of their INTJ main ego, which is what they're in the majority of the time. I don't recommend that. So based on that, it's really important you know, to understand that they're basically mostly ENTP and they may have a little bit more self-discipline Actions they take are just to make themselves look more desirable to other people. They seem a little bit more certain in their desirability. Uh, they can also get a lot more bold uh, in their ENTP. If, if, uh, if they believe themselves to be really super desirable, they may go start asking out the opposite sex uh, for dates, etc. while drunk and... Uh, uh, but also, they can get really, really uncomfortable if they do not believe that they are desirable in that moment and go the opposite direction as well and go super mega behind the scenes and be really, really uncomfortable when typically 
they'd be super comfortable in that social situation. Now, if you give them a stimulant, however, that puts them more in their ESF piece of conscious, and then all of a sudden they're gonna break out dance moves that you never knew that they had, right? So there's, there's a lot of differences there. And of course, they could be drunk in that moment, but they're also, if they're really high on caffeine, you can maybe have a mixture of this uh, satirical dance artist on your hand, and it's like, wow, where did this even come from? This is like a really interesting experience, you know? So mind-altering substances can definitely easily unlock the other sides of the mind, but it can actually usually end up being a negative experience in the end because it's the quick way. Just as uh, Gene Wilder said, playing Willy Wonka in Willy Wonka and the Cho uh, Chocolate Factory, candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker. Uh, so based on that, it's the quick way. And uh, with it being the quick way, it's more of a chaotic transition instead of an orderly transition, which ends up leading the INTJ more likely to commit unhealthy behaviors instead of healthy ones. But then again, that's the same with everybody as we know it. So yeah, uh, is it possible that an INTJ behaves like an ESFP when they're drunk? Not really. They typically present as an ENTP when they are drunk. But if you start adding in stimulants, they could probably get, more, uh, get closer to the ESFP side of their mind uh, or if they're primarily stimulated with a little bit of alcohol, <coughs> then they're probably more in their ESFP side. It's just that when an, I, when an INTJ is stimulated, they become hilarious. They're just absolutely, like, they, they're, uh, they become this huge showman and, and a fantastic performer. And they can still have some of that hilarity and some of that jokes, but they get super satirical uh, and uh, could even uh, give in to a lot of paranoid delusions also, uh, that could, that's when it gets really negative when they are drunk. Their, their paranoia can be really heightened. And oftentimes, I've seen many INTJs accuse their lovers of cheating on them when they're being drunk, for example, even though their lovers would never do that and they're like some of the most loyal people you would ever meet. So just a lot of different ways that uh, drunkenness can manifest with an INTJ. And it's no different than any other type. Uh, everyone can also, you know, over time, manifest a lot of different behaviors uh, on mind-altering substances. But again, typically when it comes to cognitive transition, uh, using mind-altering substances typically, probably most of the time, manifests in negative or unhealthy behaviors as a result. So anyway, if you'd like a chance at your question being answered on this channel, please post it on Quora and tag me or leave it as a comment below. If you want a guaranteed answer for your question, become a silver member at csjoseph.life forward slash members and post your question on our private Q&A Discord channel, which you can find at csjoseph.life forward slash social. Uh, and I'll answer all your questions on a private live stream uh, each month. And the next one is this Thursday, uh, which it'll be a very fun live stream. Uh, probably going to do two hours and have tons of questions already uh, to go. And also, guys, please make sure to uh, like and subscribe the channel and support the channel. That would be awesome. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. Anyway, uh, thanks for watching. And all that being said, I'll see you guys tonight.